everyone and welcome to the 99 Yards podcast. I'm your host for the day, Adam Barton, and today I'm joined by one third of Endzone Scoop in Shona Duthie and Duncan Terry. How are you guys doing? Oh yeah, I'm good, thank you. How are you? All good. And you, Duncan? Yeah, very good. Endzone Scoop, Shona. You've, you've changed your name, so everyone should look out for Endzone Scoop, right? We have, yeah. We did a re- little rebrand. We um, decided to, we felt like we wanted to be a little bit different you know we are three girls who talks about football but we feel like that's been done to death in the terms of names so we mm-hmm. wanted to make it a little bit more accessible to everybody so yeah that was our thought process behind it mm-hmm. love it and it's a great pod fun i enjoy it following on from a look at the vikings and bears last week we're going to complete the nfc north with the packers and lions we're also going to be looking forward to what we're most excited about this season first let's get First, let's kick things off with the Packers. Shona, where are we on Aaron Rodgers at the moment? Okay, well, you can never write off Aaron Rodgers because that would just be silly talk. But um, what I will say is I kind of feel, and I've said this in a a couple of podcasts before, um, I kind of feel the Packers have been like, have we done the right decision by getting rid of Mick McCarthy and sticking with Aaron Rodgers instead? So obviously that relationship was done. It was pretty much down in the water. And I feel like they're thinking no, um, which is why they drafted Jordan Love in the in uh, back in April, which still to me, I'm so shocked by. It's kind of like this, you know, we mentioned, I think we spoke about it before in another podcast where um, it's what happened when Aaron Rodgers went to Green Bay. Um, I think he might play a little bit with a with a chip on his shoulder with that draft pick, um, but I, I also don't understand what they're doing in Green Bay with him because if they want him to win another Super Bowl and they want to get there, they just they didn't draft around him like they needed to. He still doesn't have, they still haven't drafted anybody for him to throw to, um, so I don't really know where. I still like Aaron Rodgers a lot, and I still think he could take a team to the Super Bowl. But I don't think Green Bay have done enough to get him there, is my opinion. I tell you what, you you mentioned it there, and we're not hearing it enough, I don't think, because um, there's always panic about love and what's Rodgers going to do. You know, how's he going to react? They did this before. You know, when Favre was getting towards the end of his career, and Rodgers sat behind him for two years. You know, they've got they've got the blueprint there, and it worked last time. And they're just trying it again, aren't they? That's 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 essentially what it is, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I get, I think that is that is probably what will happen. I don't think they needed to draft Love. I I I saw Jordan Love is going somewhere where he could potentially become a starting QB within the next two years, in less than two years. So I was just kind of surprised by that pick as a whole because they jumped up to pick him as well. I, I don't know. It was just um, all a bit confusing to me. I feel like there's a bit of chicken and egg with Aaron Rodgers. Was was it um, was it McCarthy's fault? Was it is it Rodgers' fault or is it the lack of uh, receiving options? I think last year Rodgers had his his third worst yards per game since being a starter in Green Bay, and one of those was one of those seasons he was heavily injured. Duncan, what do you think about the the receiving talent and and running backs that they have to to support Rodgers? Well, it's interesting, isn't it? It's that's what's been. Talk, you know, aside from the Jordan Love situation, it's what's been talked about all year is how they didn't draft a wide receiver in the first round to help him. I, I, I'm kind of on the fence a bit because 
we can talk about it till we're blue in the face, but they are general managers and coaches of a professional football team that was 13-3 last year with the same wide receivers. Um, I, I, I think I trust what they're doing. Um, yeah, I think they've got a good tight end there in Jay Sternberger. I liked him out of Texas. And they drafted a running back, Dylan, when they've already got Aaron Jones, who scored touchdowns for fun. Um, I think I trust them. Um, they've got a good offensive line still. You know, Elton Jenkins is a great player, pairing him up with Bakhtiari as well. I think they're still strong. I think they're still a danger. And I think we might be counting them out too early. What do you, what do you guys think? You can never count on Green Bay. I just, I think they are definitely benefited by being in a weaker division. I just don't think you can ever really rule them out. You know, obviously, I didn't think they were that good last season and they still managed to um, get to the NFC Championship game against San Francisco because Seattle balled it against them, but we won't go down that road. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you, you can never really write them up. But then there's been years where I've expected the Packers to get there and they haven't. There's They're, they're that team, you you have this like one vision of them and then they do the complete opposite. So, you you know, you just never really know. It's difficult with with the Packers. Obviously, the, there was all the talk last year that they were the worst ever team to go thirteen and three, and and lots of questions around Matt Lafleur as as head coach. But if if he wins, if they win eleven twelve games again this year, then you you can't really say it's fluke again with uh, with them doing it a second time. Uh, I I think I'd have them finishing second in this division if it weren't for the fact that the Vikings have lost so much uh, so much talent and so many starters. I think they lost 518 starts compared to uh, lo- their team last year. Wow. So, yeah, that's a lot of a uh, lot of talent drain. But in a word, do you guys see them winning the division? Um. Yes. Purely because I just don't believe in Kirk Cousins, but. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Kirk, I give him a rough ride. But no, yeah, I see them I see them winning the division. Maybe not thirteen and three. I don't think they're gonna get that record again, but I think they will win the division. Yeah, I'm the same. I, I think they'll win the division. Um I think they'll still be strong and uh, you know, in the playoffs causing headlines. Um and again, the strength of strength of the division for me. It's uh you know, I, the Vikings they lost digs. Which leaves them with Thielen. It's um, they're short on receiver as well, and they're their only legit competition. So yeah, I think they win the division too. Now let's move across Lake Michigan and talk about the Lions. Do you think this could be their year? Uh, in a in a words, no. I, I I like the Lions this year. I I really do. I think they've got some strong players, particularly on offense. Their their offensive line is is good, um, and Stafford is a good quarterback. Um, Kenny Golladay and Marvin Jones and Danny Amendola are all really, really good players. But, you know, they're weak on defence. Um, they picked up a lot of players from New England, haven't they? Trey Flowers, Danny Shelton, um, Jamie Collins. Um, this Sean Hand is a very, very good young player. Watch him. He's very entertaining. But that's just not enough for me. Yes, it'll be a, it's definitely a concern that Golladay's a, a game-time decision for week one by the look of it. He with him being the the main receiver but they do have a, a good uh, wide receiver court and uh, and a very strong backfield probably the strongest since they've had uh, since Barry Sanders retired Shona you're a, a big Matthew Stafford fan what do you think he can do with all these weapons I, I mean I'm not as big as a Matthew Stafford fan as Liz is like I don't love him as much as she does but yeah I, I like him 
he's he's a good egg, you know. I don't fancy him at all. <laughs> he does. <laughs> That's Liz, isn't it? We get you mixed up. <laughs> yeah, Liz is obviously she runs NFL Grow UK. She's a massive Matthew Stafford fan. Absolutely loves him. But I think he needs to keep his hat on to look at least half pretty. But anyway, that apart from his looks, that's not important. <laughs> I do like him as a player. Um, obviously, he's had a really tough time with injuries. Um, I actually went to Detroit last year to see him play and to also see Jermaine Kears. But because I booked the tickets before he got that injury in preseason, so that was pretty heartbreaking. Um, but. Yeah, he's exciting. I think the fans get really, really behind him. Obviously, he wasn't there when I was when um, I was there, but you could just tell like the way they spoke about him. They they really like him as as the guy under center. I think there's still question marks though with them in terms of their head coach. I don't know if the fans truly really like him or not. Um, I think this is a make or break year for him, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree with you there. He, he's probably on the on the hot seat, isn't he? Was it season three now? Season three, yeah. Well, let's uh, move over to Matt Patricia's specialty on uh, on defense. They ranked thirty first in in yards allowed last year, which isn't exactly great. What do you uh, think about their offensive additions? Over, uh, <clears throat> what do you think about their defensive additions, Duncan? Well, that's, it's not really changed a whole lot has it they brought in trey flowers who is a really was he was a really really good player uh for new england but will he fit in a new team i think he might be one of those types of players who who does well in a certain scheme i, I hope i'm wrong um because he's a very fun player to watch when he's on form um but the biggest change for me is a cornerback they, they they darius slay went to the eagles and he is a superb corner. And they seem to replace him with Desmond Trufant out of uh, Atlanta, um, who's just good, you know. Um, and on the other side, you've got Jeffrey Aduka, uh, the rookie. And he is a fantastic player from uh, Ohio State. And I, I really hope he is successful because if he if he's plays like he did as, uh, in college, he will be fun to watch and may solve a really, really big problem for them. Um, they signed Justin Carmen from the Seahawks uh, and played him at uh, where well, he, he's more of a slot corner, a really, really good slot corner. And he wasn't able to do that. So if Aduka and Trufant can lock down the outside spots, they can put Justin Carmen where he's more successful and and maybe make some progress. I was just going to say, I, I think what Duncan said earlier. Yeah, I think they're just do, like they, their offense is going to be quite exciting, I think, with um Stafford being back, and as um, Adam mentioned, you know, the draft is some really interesting running backs in the draft as well. But to me, there's still a lot of question marks in the defense. And I'm a huge defense fan. So I always feel like if you want to do a big momentum, you need, you know, a really good solid defense behind you. I think that the uh, the biggest defensive additions they've made this this season are probably DeAndre Swift and Adrian mm-hmm. Peterson, and I can't believe it's taken us this, this long to to mention Peterson. But apart from uh, Akuda coming in uh, third overall, who's he's obviously replaced Darius Big Play Slay um, in uh, at cornerback. There there hasn't really been that much in terms of additions, and it was a, only the thirty first best defense last year, so they can't expect that much of a uh, of an improvement. So I think this is probably going to be the big, the most run heavy um, Lions team we've seen in a long time, probably a decade or so. And that, that's how, how they're going to protect this defense. 
Hi, How first of all, I was, yeah, I mean, I was saying Akuda's name wrong, wasn't I? So thanks for the correction. <laughs> I, can't be- I can't believe Adrian Peterson. I completely forgot Adrian Peterson had gone there. I forgot that uh, Washington football team had moved him on. Parted ways. <laughs> hmm? Parted ways with, uh, with Peterson. Parted ways, yes. And with their name. How do you two see the Lions performing this season? Hopefully they'll be a bit better than the third overall pick come April time. I think they will be. I think, for me, there's a lot of question marks over the Bears more than the Lions. So I think they could maybe finish third in the division. I don't think they're going to challenge enough yet to make the playoffs. I think they're in a transitional year. You know, they've, they've, they've made... They've got some picks in. They've addressed some of their issues that they had from last season. But Matt Patricia really needs to show what he's made up as a head coach or otherwise it's a last chance to for him. Yeah, absolutely. 100% agree. Uh, the, the Bears saved them from being bottom of the division. And this brings us back around to Green Bay, who, again, got that slightly easier ride. So, um, yeah, we, we've noted some weaknesses on defence and that's Matt Patricia's speciality. So, he, yeah, firmly on the hot seat for me. It does look like it will be an interesting and quite quite a tight division with no clear favourite. So it will be interesting to see how it all plays out. Next up is this week's Trouble in the Huddle session. And we'll keep it simple this time around. Duncan, what are you looking forward to most this season? Uh, for me, I hope I haven't robbed either of you of your, your headline. But uh, it's going to be seeing all these rookies coming into the league. Um, not least because it's going to be interesting seeing what they can do outside of training camp. Um, but the most, uh, apart from all the different offensive tackles taken, it's mostly all the skill positions. Um, you've got the three quarterbacks in the first round. You've got Herbert and, and Tua and Joe Burrow. Uh, you've got the three big wide receivers. You've got you've got Ruggs, Jerry Judy. You've got CeeDee Lamb. Um, Jalen Ragor, of course, is a first round as well. I don't want to miss him out. And, and some exciting pass rushes like Clavon Chasen. Um Javon Kinlaw, uh, it was exciting in college as well. And then Isaiah Simmons, it's going to be really exciting. If they can all fulfil the potential that we all think they have, it's a really, really exciting crop of rookies this year. No, you didn't feel my thunder, so that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, no, seeing the rookies is always exciting to see how they develop. But for me, my favourite thing, it is so niche that I think that nobody's going to vote for this, (laughs) is... um, the coaching turnarounds I always feel like there's last season it was Jason Garrett he just held on to that job for dear life and I seriously don't know how he did it I think he must have had some dirt on Jerry Jones or he bought him Don Perignon every week something like that so I always like watching um what happens with coaches I'm particularly keeping an eye on Adam Gase this year because I still don't understand how that guy has a job in the NFL and um, also the new coaches as well. You know, we've got a new coach in Carolina. We, um, Mike McCarthy's back in Dallas. Um, it'll be interesting to see how Cliff Kingsbury does in his second year at Car- uh, the Cardinals. And also, I just need a great Jay Gruden meltdown. That's all I need. Just one. And I'll be happy. I, I'm with you there, actually. That is pretty good. And I mean, you mentioned one there, Cliff Kingsbury. I'm really, really excited to see how him and Kyler Murray improve this year because they've got a really exciting offense with some great, again, great skill players. Um, there can be exciting football from them, I think. For me, I have 
a couple of things that I'm I'm interested in with with the uh, environment that we're going to be playing football in in this year compared to other years in terms of being able to hear any um, any audibles and that sort of thing any line shifts see if there needs to be a bit more code in there that this isn't my my specific one but it's it's going to be an interesting uh, thing to to keep an eye on and, and whether with obviously less fans in the in the stadium even if there are any at all if home field advantage and and uh, away team offenses are performing any better without without crowd noise affecting uh, affecting well affecting those audibles but in terms of the most exciting storyline i think it's going to be can the uh, the titans repeat on on their success last year obviously they um they they weren't high up in the seeding but they did have one hell of a run to make it to the playoffs and then to the AFC Championship game they won seven out of the last ten games um, but Tannehill has been a very streaky uh, quarterback throughout his career and they ran Der- Derek Henry 303 times last year that's compared to 176 times two years p- before that and 215 the year before that so that's one hell of a workload are they going to be able to to maintain the success that they had? I'm sorry, my cat has just came in and said me I went. Who's your cat's favourite team? Yes. Rogue, who do you agree with? Do you agree with um, Duncan? Okay. Adam? Okay. Me? Tough crap. crowd. No, no one. She does none of them. None of yours. Oh crap! <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, what, in, in terms of who's saying what, you know, I don't know if there's a link to you, Cap. There, um, what you said there, Adam, about about being able to hear what's going on on the pitch, that would be fascinating because we we'll hear it every word they're saying, won't we? They're all mic'd up, right? Yeah, I think so. The from from what I've heard, they they are going to have some crowd noise, but it's not going to deviate. Whether depending on who's on the field, it's just going to be a sort of standard buzz. But I don't know how much the players are going to hear that, or if or if that's going to be in the production for the for the TV uh, coverage, as as we've seen in uh, football and rugby over uh, in the UK. Uh, but it, as I said, it'll be. I, I hope you can hear. You can have a a non audibly enhanced version because it will be very interesting to hear and whether teams will have to change their audibles from week to week to uh so as people work them out quite as um just that little bit easier yeah great point i mean it we found it quite interesting over here because obviously premier league games have gone on so and you've heard loads of stuff of what the players are saying what the coaches are saying um so maybe they might need to mind their t's and q's <laughs> and on their mic. The the rugby hasn't been too bad though, and that you can hear through everything through the ref mic, which I think is always a, a great addition to hear what what the refs are saying and what they're uh, saying to players. But um, but they they've managed to keep it in a quite an aggressive sport you know, to keep it quite clean. So it'll be interesting to see if the NFL players are are, are as good. <laughs> Neil Reynolds will be apologising for the language every ad break. <laughs> oh dear, not. <laughs> He'll just have a standard stock excuse ready to go for week one, I'm sure. Well, that's all for today's show. Good luck to uh, both the, the Packers and Lions, of course. As always, we'd love to hear your thoughts on the topics we've discussed, and you can give us any feedback you have. You can tweet us at 99yards. Thanks for listening.
flexibility can go a long way. By refinancing your newer used auto loan with PenFed, you can lower your monthly payments for more flexibility in your budget. You can even schedule your first payment for up to 60 days from the date of your refinance. Calculate how much you could save at PenFed.org slash autorefi or call 1-800-247-5626 to apply. Membership is open to everyone. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. A little flexibility can go a long way. By refinancing your newer used auto loan with PenFed, you can lower your monthly payments for more flexibility in your budget. You can even schedule your first payment for up to 60 days from the date of your refinance. Calculate how much you could save at PenFed.org slash autorefi or call 1-800-247-5626 to apply. Membership is open to everyone. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA.